Hello, good morning, God bless you. You are all welcome to today's edition of Marriage Diet with Festus Flourish Osemwahu. Today is the 10th day of the month of September 2020. God bless you. You are welcome on board. Okay, we are still in our series, Parenting Analysis. I want to quickly recommend that you get to our podcast channel, flourish, and have access to all the other previous editions that we have already taken. It's very, very important that you listen to these audio broadcasts just to enhance your knowledge about parenting and of course other informations that we have for you daily via our podcast channel god bless you like i said we're still looking at the topic parenting analysis and today we're going to be considering the subtopic great marriage better parenting great marriage better parenting okay let's put the cards on the ground We've talked about parenting. Enough has really been said about parenting. Uh, We've talked about different dimensions of parenting. We've talked about how important parenting is to our children, good parenting is, and uh, all that has to go along with it. But one thing that we have not really mentioned, and of course, which is very, very profound and very, very important, is the fact that it is a great marriage that determines better parenting. In other words, the work of parenting is much more easier when you have a very wonderful marriage. It is the aftermath effect or the um, the platform of marriage that is on ground that determines how successful your parenting will be. Otherwise, if we talk about parenting from here to tomorrow and uh, we are not quick to also stress the fact that It has to be on the platform of good marriage. Friends, it won't work. Parenting don't work without good marriage. Please take that and take it very, very well. No parenting, no act of parenting will be effective if there is no good marriage in place. Because that successful parenting is just a natural reflection of the kind of marriage that exists between you and your spouse. So if you do not have a good marriage, a working marriage between you and your spouse, and you're expecting to be able to have good parenting over your kids, oh, it's just not going to work. Because 60 to 70% of what we actually do with parenting are actually practical. They are not verbal. They are not things you sit your children down to start talking to them. Okay, they are actually reflections of activities, day-to-day acts and activities, day-to-day lifestyle, what our children would watch us do, and the kind of lifestyle we reflect to them. These and many more are actually the determinants of great parenting. So if the marriage is bad, you have a very wrong marriage. And uh, well, let me not use the word wrong marriage because there's actually no wrong marriage. It is what you put into the marriage that makes it wrong because you can have wrong marriage and you have the right people in it and it becomes a good marriage. Okay, you've made a decision to marry someone and you turn out to become, oh, this person was the wrong choice. All right, no problem. It's both of you in it that will determine if the marriage will become a wrong marriage. 
not wrong partners. Because in marriage, um, what determines good marriage is actually about the two people on board the marriage, who has come into the marriage. Not marriage as, as it were, okay, marriage, or no, no, no. It's about the two personalities that have come into the marriage and that have decided that, look, we are going to make this marriage work. So, um, um, great marriage is actually about the two right persons coming in. So, if you have two individuals who have come into in marriage and have decided to make it work, and of course, by God's grace, they started raising children, it's just going to be a natural phenomenon that what they are doing to make marriage work will deliberately or definitely reflect on how their raising of children will also become successful okay there is no special school in parenting there is none now what you learn in being a good husband what you learn in being a good wife is what metamorphoses into being a good father and a good mother Remember, you are first a husband before you become a father. You are first a wife before you become a mother. What you have put into being a wife, a good wife, and what you have put into being a good husband, naturally are the same elements that make you to become a good father, a good mother to your children. So we should be safe to say a great marriage will definitely birth a very wonderful parenting, a better parenting. The more better the marriage is, or the more effective and useful the marriage is, the more your parenting will be good. So emphasis should actually be laid in building our marriages. Okay? Emphasis should be laid in having a very strong and solid marital background, even before the children start coming in. There are so many things my wife and I do today. It wasn't about when the children came in that we started doing those stuff. No, there were there, there were foundations we laid on ground even before the kids came in. So what we only did was to enhance and sustain those things when the kids yeah, the, the the kids started coming in, and of course you know growing by day into the marriage and of course relationship with the children. We do understand that it is our lifestyle what we do in marriage that reflects over to the children now let me just give you a very quick example when my wife and i have any misunderstanding on any issue which of course is normal i've said it several times don't say okay because we are marriage counselors we don't have misunderstandings if we don't it means we are not qualified to solve issues marital issues it is how much we're able to solve these things that makes us you know better persons better you know marriage counselors handling and they're dealing with um, marital issues of other people around, okay? So there are times we have misunderstanding, we have argument, or we are trying to agree or disagree and all that. And of course, you know, at such times, we might not really be in the best of moods over each other, okay? You know, you understand what I mean, all right? Now, if we have such experience and the kids walk into the room, we walk them out, all right? We walk them out immediately. No matter what it is, we walk them out. Sometimes they'll be saying, Mommy, what happened? Because they've seen in the face of the mother that she's not happy. Sometimes she could even be crying, you know, that kind of stuff. Or for me, I would just be moody, you know. Ah, Daddy, what happened? And I won't say anything. I'll just walk them out of this room. And I also ask my wife, what happened? Out of this room. And sometimes you really get to see the way we shun them. All right, it's the best of what we can do, number one, to protect our marriage, and of course, to 
insulate them from you know these other sides of our marriage okay so when we work them out then we return back to the uh, status quo again trying to iron out the issue between us you know as we are talking about it we are still arguing we are trying to get at the end of the day we get a common ground we apologize to each other we resolve it you know it's always so interesting to see children you know uh, that came into the room a few minutes earlier and they noticed that daddy and mommy were not really happy with each other only for the door to be open and both of us walk out of the room holding our hands you know that kind of stuff uh, or we open the door and we call them in and they notice that we are on each other or we you know that kind of it, it's always interesting to behold all right and i'm sure the children will get so confused and like what kind of people are these you know you just can't come in between them they are so close one moment you look as if they are not happy with themselves the other moment they are like romeo and juliet you know that kind of stuff you see our marriage invariably is translating into our parenting for them they watch these things they see these things and they see the way we act and the way we behave and they are whether we like it or not they are adjusting they are learning they are learning and that's the reason why sometimes when um, we, we get to be in that kind of mood and we are sustaining it and uh, we're not in our bedroom we're outside you, you know they just get to come around and they say daddy go and uh, go and talk to mommy or something like that go and reconcile with mommy you know because they know that this is our regular practice they know that we are best of friends. They know that we can't keep anger against each other for that long. And like I said at the beginning, it had been a kind of habit that both of us have practiced over the years, even before they came on board. E.g., if I have any misunderstanding with my wife, for instance, I don't carry, we don't carry it over to the next day. It must be resolved that same day. If it happened in the evening, maybe towards the night, the worst case scenario is going, to, is going to stretch into early hours of the morning. Before we go to bed to sleep, we must reconcile. We must reconcile. If it happens in the morning, before she goes to work and all that, by noon, we will call each, we must reconcile. We don't stretch the anger. Yes, we're human beings. At the time, the anger, the need for anger came up. Maybe it just took a better part of us. But after a while, we just realized that, look, we don't have any other person anymore that is really our best friend. If we do not reconcile, we will suffer emotionally because that torture of deprivation and we are not happy with each other because my wife is my best friend. I am also her best friend. You know, before you know what's going on, you feel, let, let's let go this, this, this heart. And of course, we reconcile. See, by and large, we are training these children. We are not sitting them down to tell them, children, kids, when you quarrel with your spouse, this is how you reconcile. No, they are seeing the effect. They are seeing that they live in a very happy home. They are seeing that their father and their mother, they are so networked with each other that they speak one voice, that they, nobody can come in between them. And as my wife says one, I also say one. They see these things and they understand. And you know what? They are learning. It's impacting on them. And it's becoming a part of their childhood development. And, and they are developing into a brand, a, a success brand in marriage unconsciously. They are developing into something or into, you know, men and women 
as the case might be, that will turn out to also become very successful in their marriage. And of course, when we now have issues to deal with that pertains to parenting, we are often able to translate it. We are often able to say one thing. We are often able to stand on one point and and parent our children together. Now we, we have some cases, some 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 spouses that would um, one will say one thing, the other one will turn around and will call the children and say, "Don't mind your mother." And of course, we hear some fathers will use some words. Your mother, she's she's a useless woman. Oh, don't mind her. Don't follow her her talk. Oh, if you follow her, you she will mislead you. There are fathers that would use those kind of words against their mother, against their wives, and of course the mother of their kids in the presence of the children. There are mothers who will call their children separately after their husbands have gone to work and say, come, your father is a useless man. Don't listen to him. People should always listen to me. You know, just to try to create a different kind of impression. Okay, what about the situation whereby one a parent whether the father or the mother tries to create an impression into the heart of these children just so that they will be seen as the better parent in fact that one is very common okay you have issues with your wife instead of you to sort it out you are now using your children as shield you are now using them as as um, like jury you are bringing them into family court of law literally and you, you are you are dragging them into it you will sit them down you are going to report to them do you know what your mother did today your mother did this your mother did that is, is that fair you are bringing you see you you unknown to you you are teaching your children negatively you are passing across your children negative values because you sit them down and you are telling them what happened between you and your wife and the only time you sit them to talk to them about family issues is when you want to report their mother or their father to them you don't also sit them down to tell them how wonderful their father or their mother is you don't when things are rosy you don't call them to it when there is a trouble or there's a crisis between you and your spouse that's when you call your children to it so don't you see you are teaching them wrongly you are because at the end of the day they are unconsciously learning the other side of marriage they are unconsciously learning what you are telling them that their mother is doing or what you're telling them their father is doing and of course you are also taking the respect of their parents away from them because by the time you criticize you condemn your wife before your kids tomorrow this woman wants to correct these children they will rise up against her because you have given them the confidence you have made them to realize that your wife is a bad wife and that is the experience a lot of persons have when you have issues with your spouse instead of you to resolve it instead of you to sort it out you will not be using children as shield and of course this one will bring this one on board this one will bring the children on board you, you, you've divided the home. Even if you eventually recover from it, you have created a different kind of impression in the heart of the children. So, friends, you've got to understand that there's no effective parenting without successful marriage. I tell that again. There is no effective parenting without successful marriage. It is a successful marriage that breeds successful parenting. Marriage is the bedrock successful marriage is the bedrock upon which parenting is built show me a marriage that is not working and of course show me the effect and the impact it has on the kids 
you are going your guess is as good as mine you're going to have children who are wayward they're going to have children who are naughty you're going to have children who are just sometimes into crime into drugs into all manner of things because you know what you are not teaching them they are learning you are learning much more than what you are not teaching them but also show me a marriage that is very good that is very successful then you can also look at the children. You will see the impact it will also have on them. They are going to become successful children. They are going to become good children. They are going to become children that are, that are, you know, that, that listen to their parents, that follow parents' counsel, or children that parents can be proud of. So we can separate these two things together. If you are thinking that you just want to be a better father in terms of parenting and you don't care, about your marriage you are lying and that's the reason why we must come into the conclusion today to say your investment in making your marriage work is actually an indirect investment in making the lives of your children work if you destroy your marriage you destroy the future of your children if you make your marriage work you ultimately make the future of your children work and that is why the marriage institution and the marriage platform as it were is is very central to whatever you are doing in your family don't forget there is difference between marriage and family i've said this several times i'm going to reiterate it again so that we will understand there is difference between marriage and family your marriage is only between you and your spouse husband and wife your family has children on board there are two different things i said it a couple of weeks ago or last week or maybe this week i can't remember but i I knew i I said it not just too long ago that your children are not part of your marriage they are not your children are only part of your family okay and we are looking at two different things you can't say marriage and family together no they are two different things all right now your, your the marriage is the basic and the bedrock and the smallest unit that builds the family so you can have a successful family without a successful marriage so the basic unit and blocks of building that makes family what it is is your marriage and your children are not part of your marriage now you need your marriage to be able to build the family that has your children so you can't isolate your marriage and you do this i don't care kind of attitude i don't care what happens you know i've got my kids to live for no it won't work because they are going to pick up negative vices and that's why those of you that are contemplating breaking up losing your marriage you've got to think twice because once the marriage is broken it also will impact on the children ultimately will impact on the children because it's like saying you have um, a block okay a block that you know you understand blocks that people normally use to mold uh, to build houses so you have a major block and you say okay this is the foundation and then you now say okay let's pull this block away this block that are on the basis let's remove them if you remove them the entire building will come down it will come down or you see you have a house that is standing now erect and then you now get um, a, a bricklayer and you tell them just pull some four or five blocks out of the foundation of this building if you succeed in removing them the very place where you remove them just give them some give it some time you will see crack on the entire building so marriage is like those foundational blocks if you pull them away the entire family will fall down 
So the investment must be on your marriage. In fact, if you do not even invest in parenting your children, don't worry, just leave that. Okay? You, you might not even need to bother yourself to say, oh, let me learn about parenting. No, leave that. If that is the issue, just close it up, close out that chapter and leave it. All you need to be bothered about is your marriage. Invest in your marriage. Because if you invest in your marriage, your relationship between you and your spouse is working and things are going on smoothly, it will naturally translate because the same lessons, the lessons that you're learning between yourself and your wife and your husband are the same building blocks that will enable you to be able to train your children. They are. Because at the end of the day, it's not possible you will bring your children together every evening yes apart from the money devotion and family bible study that you do do together you don't sit your kids down and start teaching them how to live in the family you don't it is what you do with your spouse that the children will learn from so in summary friends we've got to invest in our marriage we've got to make our marriage work we've got to love our husband love our wives let's work with the principles of submission and obedience because as we do it with ourselves the kids will also learn from it our wives take note of this when you learn to submit to your husband totally in all things your children are learning the power of submission husbands when you love your wife in all your children are also understanding learning the power of love at the end of the day you see it comes back to marriage it comes back to those two things love and submission teach your children how to love by loving their mother teach your children how to submit by submitting to their father this way, they will have a very wonderful prospect of marriage ahead of them. And of course, your marriage and your family will be a model for them to build theirs in the long run and of course in the future. And of course, the impact you would have made on them today will speak tomorrow. Because whatever you are doing today will turn out to become credible investments that will work for them tomorrow. So please, let's build our marriage and let's make our marriage great so that we can have better parenting attitude or output. God bless you. I hope you have been blessed today. If you have been, share this audio with your friends and your loved ones. Get them to have access to these audios. And in case you are receiving this audio for the first time, you can connect with us via WhatsApp number plus 234. 8107126148 and we will get back to you. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. Let's remember for our UK audience, we are having our special program later today. Please make sure you tune in by 9 p.m. God bless you. Use the Zoom uh, link and we'll connect with you. Until we come your way again tomorrow, don't forget if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must be students. God bless you. Shalom.